0: Welcome back to Psy Peace Show. And you guys, today is going to be iconic. I cannot even believe, I know I say this a lot, but I actually cannot believe who my guest is today. I mean, when I started... I just keep going back. I know you guys are so sick about hearing this. The fact that I was starting Side Piece, never having even listened to a podcast before. And now I get to talk to these insanely amazing people all the time. I just, it's legit the greatest thing ever. But before I get to the greatest guest, I have to tell you about the greatest going on in my house. I mean, big news in this household is happening right now. So you guys, Vivi, are you ready? Are you sitting down? Vivi went poop on the potty. (laughs) Anyone with kids out there, anyone having family or friends with kids, you guys can understand my pure freaking excitement I'm not even joking we are dancing like such maniacs while she was doing it my back is like shot it's busted I was dancing so crazy and literally the day before we're at one of their friends like from school had a birthday party so we're at this birthday party all the kids are running around playing and I'm like uh where's Viv And oh yeah, she was behind the bounce house, in the corner, hiding, taking a massive dump in her underwear. And then today, it's literally night and day, but, but, no pun intended, I will take it. I mean, aren't you glad that you have me to talk about my kid going poo in the potty? Speaking, I'm serious. What? A day, though, I have not danced that hard since probably I was in college and drunk on top of a bar and probably fell off and broke something. I was freaking out dancing so hard by her. Not only was it, it was like one of those four things, like where you walk the kids to the bathroom every seven minutes because you're like, I'm so over this shit. Again, no pun intended. Like, you're just going to sit in the toilet all day. It was a, hey, mom, I have to go poo. I was like, what? And I know you know how quiet I am. I'm sure the whole neighbors down the block heard me screaming. We start running. She's like, oh, wait, hold on. I got to get my iPad. You know, she has to handle business while she's handling business. So, <laughs> stops, darts back, gets her iPad, and then runs to the t- toilet, jumps on the potty, and boom, 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 we are in business. It legit was like the greatest thing ever, other than my guest today. Okay, speaking of gross... Like all the madness going on with this poo business. How many times do you think I've said poo, by the way, (laughs) in the last few minutes? But all this business happening here has made me behind on the shows that are really the most important. So I literally just tag teamed. I did a Salt Lake City finale and a reunion back to back. Holy crap. You guys, I have to go backwards because it's too important not to discuss this. The Justin and Whitney sex scene. Oh my gosh. So many thoughts. So many questions. A, who actually has to like film this? Like we're seeing this because a cameraman is actually in the room filming this. The poor person doing this. Um, That's A. B, is Justin like, um sure, I'll do this on camera. Let me tell you who would not be doing this on camera, and that would be definitely Josh and probably most people out there. So is he like, sure, let's just pour chocolate sauce all over each other and get naked and pretend that we're going to start having sex on camera. I just wonder what these house husbands are always thinking, because they didn't sign up for this. Their wives are doing it, right? So A, B, that's my two first thoughts. See, you guys, this is how much I have to talk about it. I have multiple thoughts on this. Three. So, Justin walks in from a trip, and my thought is, like, did he wash his hands? I know they edit it, but like, does he take his dirty travel clothes off before she's like hugging and touching him? Like, I'm a germ COVID psycho. And literally, over everything, that was probably my first thought. Did the guy wash his hands? I mean, can we talk about cleanliness? Okay, that's their thought. Four, do they not care about the mess? So, Whitney downstairs is pouring champagne on herself, down her boobs. Are you not worried about cleaning up the champagne? Again, germ freak, dirty, like clean freak. I'm like, who, who, who who's cleaning this up? Like it's in your house, it's not a hotel. So you don't care that you just have to clean up the bottle of champagne later? And then they go upstairs. There's no way, you guys, there's no way in hell that all that chocolate sauce stayed on that little itty bitty tarp. Like no way. With them rolling around in this chocolate sauce, I mean, I would freak out. I would honestly, like that, the clean freak in me, I was freaking out. Forget about like boobs all over the place and Justin mostly naked. My thought was like, oh my God, they're gonna have chocolate sauce all over the room and who is cleaning this up? (laughs) That's my fourth thought. And five is, did I mention that somebody actually has to be in the room and film this? A crucial question. At what point do they leave the room? Like, when is it, okay, we've caught enough on camera. Is it after the second ass spanking? I mean, what's like the cutoff point? I was also wondering this, and I will leave you with that thought. (laughs) You're welcome. You guys, what's better? Talking about my girl going poo on the potty or bringing all these visuals to the surface for you all of the above you're welcome and then the reunion there were so many amazing parts possibly no not possibly my favorite part for sure was Meredith reading Jenny like reading her up and down when she was like yo Jenny you've known me for a week I would hardly say you knowing me for a week makes you an expert on how I handle things. <laughs> that was amazing. Jenny literally was just looking down, had zero to say, unless Lisa was telling her what to say, of course. And then Lisa, did anybody catch this? Lisa going in on Heather, like clapping back at Heather, talking about Heather having a Dewey. Well, guess what surfaces today? Police reports of Heather getting a Dewey, but like, in like 2012. So nothing recent, but because it's thrown out there, this surfaces. I mean, these housewives are so freaking dirty. Like dirtier than my kids going poo and their underwear dirty. I mean, they're definitely way more glorious, but these housewives are so freaking dirty. And you guys, I've clearly been just so busy with the potty situation, catching up on Salt Lake City. That wraps up my hotness. All I'm waiting for is like the countdown for the real housewives of Miami reunion. Oh my God. Salt Lake City reunion, Miami reunion. This is on fire. You guys, thank you. I love you. Thank you for your support, for listening, subscribing, even through all this crazy talk that I do. You guys, thank you. Telling all your friends and people to rate, review, subscribe. Thank you. You're, you're, like I said, I always say this. When you guys review and write comments on social or anywhere, I read them all. I repost them all. It makes my day. I'm like, oh my God, people are still listening to me. This is the best ever. You guys, thank you. I love you for your support, for all you do. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you again for telling everybody, so we can all celebrate the entertaining and delicious parts of Side Piece Show together. You can find me at Side Piece Show. That's at S-I-D-E-P-I-E-C-E-S-H-O-W. Thank you again for the love, the support. I love you immensely. I will love you more than you love Justin pouring chocolate sauce all over Whitney's body, and I will see you next Wednesday. My guest today. You guys, this woman is such a freaking superstar. She doesn't even need a crazy intro. Honestly, once again, I can't even believe, I cannot believe how lucky I am to get to talk with her. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you sitting down as I tell you today? On side piece, it is the one the only denise richards i was so excited that i wrote you a poem denise you
1: okay. you wrote you wrote me a poem
0: i wrote you a poem that's <laughs>
1: sweet
0: thank Your you i was the best. Okay. I don't know if
1: anyone's ever done that before.
0: You know what? There's always a first for everything. That's Um, true. Can I read you my poem now? Sure. (laughs) Okay. As a straight married woman, I can honestly say this is one of the hottest ladies I have ever been lucky enough to see. I mean, not being able to have wild things in my life alone. I don't even know where I would be. Smart, funny, so accomplished, she has literally done it all while always adding her spicy awesomeness twist. But with all that she has done, being the greatest mom is the one thing that tops the list. I cannot believe how thankful I am to be able to talk with this beauty. Okay, okay, I will shut it now, because we know nothing about running my mouth is cutie. You guys, please get ready for the one, the only, Denise Richards. Uh, that is the best intro I think I've ever had in my
1: entire career. <laughs>
0: really? I always thought, Right, Jill? <laughs> I was so excited, Denise. I was like... That's very sweet. Thank you so much. That's lovely. Thank you. No, I, listen, I, I told you a hundred times, and I told you already a thousand just in the four minutes that we've been talking. I, I, this is just awesome. Like, I think you're such a freaking crusher. And so, like, I'm just so excited to be able to talk to
1: Thank you. Thank you. That's really lovely. Because, you know, it's funny because, and usually we focus on the negative. Totally. Most people do right. unfortunately. Right. And we don't, even if we hear the positive, sometimes we don't. Right. So thank you so much for saying that. That is so wonderful and lovely. And it means a lot to me uh, because, you know, it's so, like, you know, along the way and in the journey of my career, I've heard the, the positive, the negative, the negative, the negative, the negative, the right.
0: totally. <laughs> negative. You just
1: do. It is what it is. So that's wonderful. So thank you.
0: (laughs) Listen, and you know, it's like all those things I was thinking that you've done, like I'm going through, I'm like, oh my gosh, she's done this, 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 you know, and like, again, me being a mom too, there's nothing greater in the world. Like that's what is the most important. So there's a million questions I want to ask you, but nothing's more important than asking how your girls are. How's Eloise? Oh,
1: thank. Oh, Eloise is so great. Thank you. She's wonderful. She is, you know, my mom always said, uh, my mom passed away, you know, 2007. And it was a very difficult thing for me to go through because she was the rock of our family and she was there for me for everything. the time I needed her most was when she passed away. So, but she always told me that uh, special needs children are angels. And then ironic, you know, when I went through the adoption process, Eloise was um, the uh, 13th situation that I dealt with and um, child uh, and 13, Denise? 13. And so I could see how couples could be, you know, it, it's very, tra- it's uh, traumatic. It's, um, it's emotional. it is but i always felt along my journey with that i i'm all, i'm a believer of what's meant to be is meant to be and i knew the right baby the right child would find me and a lot of people ask me after having two biological children with my ex-husband what made me want to adopt and i just i first of all i've always wanted to adopt and i just knew i wasn't done having kids. And so I thought, I'm not going to have a partner dictate whether I, you know, how I lead my life. Right. And so I thought, I'm not done having kids. And I feel I'm going to go, this is what I've been wanting to do for so long. And I'm just going to do it. And um, I really do believe that my mom brought me to obviously, I really do because there was it's a journey right anyone that's gone through fertility or adoption it's it's a lot and um and anyone that's done gone down that road and that path understands that and those who haven't you know have a lot of sometimes questions or are very curious about that whether they're wanting to or not or they have friends but uh You know, I really believe that she was brought into our life um, for a reason. And she is just the, she's just an angel.
0: The best, the best. You know, they say like one comes, you know, one leaves and one comes in.
1: Exactly. Yes.
0: Right. With
1: every, yeah. My
0: mom always said
1: that with every death, there's a birth.
0: Right. Totally. Totally. It's. Just, I mean, I a thousand percent believe that. And you know what? Not to the extent, I mean, that's insane, but like I was told at 35, I would never get pregnant naturally. Like you're done start IVF ASAP. We, it was the same thing, like the journey. Right. And it's like, people don't get certain things until you actually live through it. Right. So, you know, it's like, I did all it, the IVFs did did, did, did the shots, the money, you know, and it's like, Pregnant, not pregnant, the whole thing. And finally, my husband and I were like, we we're like, fuck it. Like, this is too much. We need a break. Went to Hawaii. I came back to start my third round of IVF. And guess what? I'm pregnant. You were pregnant. And that's usually like,
1: when it happened. Right.
0: Well, right. And really, because you know, the whole IVF thing, you can't drink, you can't do this, you can't do this. So, like, I was like drunk all day. I'm like, <laughs> I didn't care. I wasn't stressed. And that was it. I
1: think that's when it happened. I, I have so when I got pregnant with my daughters, uh, literally you could breathe on me and I would be pregnant. So I was like, I was like, oh my god, my mom was right. If you don't use birth control, you'll get pregnant. Um, but my some of my other girlfriends went down that road, and I would tell them the same thing. I'm like, just relax and you know, it, it, ironically, when they did, that's when they would get pregnant, when they right. didn't worry about it, when they weren't timing, when they were ovulating this, this, and this, right. I'm like, there's such a thing as making love and this and that, right. you know, and it's, I know it's easier to say that when, you know, the situation that I was in, But I found that my girlfriends, when they wouldn't worry about it, that's when they would get pregnant.
0: Right. Like, oh, okay, let's go. Get excited. It's time to have sex. And my husband's like, wow, I can't (laughs) wait to have sex right now with you. This is just so romantic. (laughs) It is. It's crazy. But like you said, people can say nine amazing things about you. And if there's one negative, you're probably going to remember the negative. And it's like always. the same thing. It's about like stressing. It's like, don't stress, but in your head, in the back of your mind, it's like the still the stress thing. So it's like, right. you know, and I I always think with you, I, I'm like, I can't believe all this shit. Like, like what you said, the negative, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like the one thing that I always, that I wanted her out of anything that I said is that like, when in doubt. Remember like you are the best freaking mom, you know, and you look at that, those girls and like Eloise and what you've done, like (laughs) that alone is game changer. My mom was, she taught special ed for her. So it's not easy. So like that level of respect, not only you being a mom and going through what you go through, but then that level that's, that's insanity. And like, I hope you give yourself credit on a daily basis for that, because that's, like. <laughs> well, that's, thank you
1: for saying that, <laughs> that's you
0: know, honestly, from the show. And I know, like you said, there's ups and downs with doing the housewives for me watching you, not only you, but Aaron with mm. Eloise, like that was one of the coolest parts
1: Oh, thank you. Of
0: you like there's that stood out for me. The two coolest parts was that seeing you as a mom like that and in, in that role, and then the other one was all you freaking have done. Right? I mean, look at your resume. All you've done, all you've, you've accomplished, and you walk in and like your t-shirt and your t- and your freaking jeans and your hair in a ponytail, and you're like, "What? We're having pizza, bitches!" Like. <laughs> Come in your fancy stuff like that was so cool. That Thank you. you just, like it's always like just keeping it real.
1: Thank you. I, I mean that's who I am. I, there's I love getting dressed up for a party or red carpet or you know an event or a premiere. That is so fun to have that moment as a woman and be that girl that gets your glam and everything, but also at the end of the day i'm you know i'm (laughs) i'm from the midwest i'm a girl who loves farms and animals and stuff like that and when i joined the housewives i asked the producers i said that i showed up in jeans and a guns and roses t-shirt um and i did put some makeup on and they said I was the first person to ever come in looking like that. <laughs> Everyone else comes in all decked out. But I said, this is who I am. Right. You can Google me, obviously. You know who I am and you could see on the red carpet, this is what I can I, I can do that. Do you if you want me to do that for the show, I'll do it. Right. But this is me. And uh I'll, the producer said we want you to be you. And I was like, okay. And it was, there was actually my agent wanted me to be dressed up. My manager's like, no, go in like you. you. So I went in, you know, I, that's who I was. I didn't want to, Otherwise, call it a scripted show totally. or softly scripted, which whatever people can say, you know, it is sometimes <laughs> it is whatever. <laughs> but I'm but I I I I said this is who I am and I want to come in as me, not you know, what you see on the internet or whatever.
0: Right. Like this is my daily. So if you yeah. want it to be real housewife, yeah, if
1: you want it real, this is my real?
0: did you I mean I guess I don't like why you right I mean of all the like I just said a hundred times of all the things that you've done why were you like sure let me do the real housewives I thought
1: it'd be fun and you know I was very close at the time and we had a 20-year friendship with Lisa Rinna um and she had a good experience on it and I thought you know what, maybe this could be good. This could be fun. I get to uh, be in LA because a lot of the, most of my jobs I'm out of town. Right. So I, but it's, what's funny is I didn't even call it a job because to me, it was filming moments of me with my family or me with uh, a girlfriend. So it, it was it was actually very hard for me to even call it a job because I I'm like it's filming moments of my life right during that time um and maybe that's where I went into it not the best way like maybe I should have treated it as a job <laughs> not like filming you didn't know the game. my you life didn't know. you didn't know it was a you game know?
0: right you're like yeah. you're just showing so, up and I'm cooking dinner for my kids like so it, that's that's how I went into it right but were you just like this would be cool to add in my roster of just I funny. thought it'd be fun yeah. yeah I'm
1: like oh this could be fun and and my first season was great I had so much fun it was a learning curve like I'll never forget when we were filming in um, the Bahamas, which was my first trip, a weekend of filming. And uh, I'll never forget, Camille went to the bathroom. I thought when she went to the bathroom, there was a break. Like we waited until she got back. So I was like, I I'm like, where's the craft service? Because uh, I I'm a grazer, I eat all day long. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, where's the craft service? And Lisa Rina goes, Oh, Denise, there is no craft service. I go, Rina, come on, you know I eat all day. You're <laughs> like I, and she was like, We need to get snacks for Denise.
0: <laughs> You're like, we have a nosher on our hands.
1: Yeah, I was like, What do you mean? There's no. Even on um, like uh, some of those other shows, like, well, because you're have. you're
0: like you're going to the Bold and Beautiful, and you're like, hold on, I need to go to the you know like the but other reality shows. They have a they have craft service.
1: <laughs> Even on Survivor, they have it for the crew. So then I was like, well, where is the crew craft service? Can I sneak over there? <laughs> there is none. I said, what the hell? <laughs> then they yeah. showed me this tiny tupperware tub of these stupid snacks i'm like that's your crew all right this is bullshit season my next season of this show we're getting crap service (laughs) did you get it no i made sure i had snacks all the time (laughs) and anytime the crew was around me or at our home we we offered them all kinds of food
0: that was that's like you have to have food for them. That's why you wore jeans. Because you're like, when in doubt, I have my pockets. I'll just pull my snacks out of
1: my pockets. I no, That was always in my big purse and the card that they send you.
0: Wait, was that the trip where you did the out of the water, like magic? Oh, it? yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, OK. Hello. That was like.
1: Oh, thank you. I have to thank Erica though, for that. She forced me to do that. I'm like, I don't want to go in the I'm like, come on. I felt like such an a-hole. I said, all right, fine. I'll do it. And because they had been on the show, they said, you'll thank us later. This will be one of your, so there you go. There you go. You know Thank what? you. <laughs>
0: you know what I was thinking about? This is totally aside from that wild things when they asked you I feel like this was like another moment when they two parts when they asked you to kiss each other you Nev, when they asked uh-huh. you to kiss each other were you like no I'm not doing that for a show or were you like cool
1: well uh I knew that was happening because that was what was in the script
0: yeah so Did you ever think, I feel like it was one of those like you'll thank me later. Did you ever think that would blow up to what it was?
1: Oh, wow. Well, I had just finished uh Starship Troopers. Right. And it was, you know, that movie could have gone either way. Starship did not come out yet. And it was it was as an actress. I knew that this was the total opposite character of what I just did, these two movies. It was the, the first time I had a movie coming out in a movie theater. You know, Prior to that, I did pilots that never got picked up or maybe got picked up for one or two episodes, whatever. So I, I knew what I was getting into Uh, but it was risky, but I took the risk and I just, and as you know, I was so naive and very innocent and I just knew I had to go for it and commit as an actor and do my job. And that's how I, you know, treated. it. And I thought this will go one way or the other. And I hope it goes in the direction of being positive for my career and What's funny is, um, and I've said this before in interviews, uh, when I did Starship Troopers, Paul Verhoeven uh, pulled me into his office and he rewrote a scene or actually added a scene where my character on that, in that movie uh, was topless. And I looked at him and I said, Mm-mm. no, this isn't pertinent to the character or the movie sorry I'm not doing it and I drove away crying calling my mom saying I'm gonna get fired and he didn't fire me yeah he didn't fire me he respected it and then it's what's funny is when wild things came out he was the one of the first people to call me he was like you got naked for that film but not for mine I go well then you know what Paul write me a movie <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: and direct me in a movie where my character would be naked and I'll do it if that's right but that wasn't right for starship <laughs> for my character I mean I wasn't in the shower scene with all the others <laughs>
0: do you, that's that I mean do you look as your mom now do you look like all the stuff that you've done and like accomplished and stuff are you just like holy shit. Like, I can't believe I've done all this. Like, do you ever have those, like, I can't believe I've accomplished all this. I can't believe I've done all this. And what else do I want to do? Is there like something? <laughs> no, a lot of times I look at, oh my God, look at all the mistakes
1: I've made over the years. <laughs> uh, you know, when you're a mom, well, first of all, when I did that stuff, I'm not thinking, oh, one day when I get married and have children. right?
0: Totally. Time. I was in
1: my 20s, so I wasn't even thinking that. Right. Um, I, I can't, you know, even wrap my head around that at that time. I was literally in my 20s. So I wasn't even in a headspace. It was about, I wanted, this was my passion, right. and you have to make choices. Is this? And, you know, look, I've made a lot of mistakes. My God, many. And um, it is what it is, but the, that's the journey.
0: Right. And by the way, I'm sorry. I didn't mean like uh, boobs. Like I would show my boobs right now for something. Like, I don't care even with my
1: kids, <laughs> right? Like, oh my God, if someone's going to pay me to show my boobs now at my age, yeah. I'd be like, oh my God, really? You want to see them at my age? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? That's not But, my shit. but totally. when you're 20-ish, you're like oh of course I show my boobs right like that's age, a, that's a like, Tuesday oh, wow
0: <laughs> I just meant like for a lot of people just being a mom is like the you know what I'm saying it's like the biggest like that is so huge yeah, it's hard you with d- that with all this and being a mom it's just like do you ever like holy shit this is all these amazing things I've done in my life like <laughs> no No,
1: because I, I, no, no, I, 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 um, actually, no, actually, that stuff haunts me now because with teenage daughters who deal with their friends, their girlfriends, their guy friends, and it's like your mom, I'm like, oh my God, shoot, that stuff that (laughs) happened when I was that age is now coming back to haunt my kids. Totally. (laughs) Forget me forget coming back to affect me it's my children <laughs> so that's the thing that is um is challenging i should say navigating through that because and also same with social media like when you do your throwback photos and right. if it's a playboy photo or a thing from wild things or you know from with that stuff with my, for myself it's um i didn't think that I would have to think about how that affects my children. Right. And I've had to take down a few posts because I was reminded that their friends follow me. And then I'm like, why do your friends follow me? Uh, it's, a, it's a different time right. than what we all grew up in. But I, so it's finding that fine line of my career, but also being mindful of how does this affect my kids
0: right and
1: sometimes many times I am not good at that part you know what I mean
0: dude like what's what was harder or what what do you think right now being on the housewives or dealing with teenage girls
1: well they're very different things I mean that's a very different thing
0: they're both I mean crazy though They're. it's very no it's it's madness those
1: are it's very different housewives is my job and that's it's so different dealing with teenagers i'll say anyone that's dealing with teenagers right now is dealing with social media right. and and then also coming out of covid and our kids how it affected them some kids are still having to wear masks and some kids are doing online school so the that's, that has, like, that is completely different than, you know,
0: like, job, filming
1: a dinner on Housewives.
0: Right, totally. You know what I, I love, though? Like, I know that it was Rocky, but Garcelle, like, always just, like, that's my girl. That's my girl.
1: I love Garcelle. Garcelle and I did a pilot, and we didn't even remember. They reminded us the name of it. We never saw it. Oh, but I, I met her. We met each other years ago. And we clicked years ago. And I, I love Garcelle. And she is so great on the show. And she is also a great friend. She's a, she's a real... I grew up, you know, in the Midwest. Yeah, And to me, it's like, you have not to say anything about anyone in LA, but she, it, it's a, you know, she's a good girl. She's a good girlfriend.
0: Right. It's no, listen, I'm from Ohio.
1: Okay. So you get it.
0: Whereabouts in Ohio? I just worked there. No. And like, a, I did. It, it's small, like near Akron, Cleveland ish.
1: Where were you? I don't remember. I don't remember the town. I'll, I'll, I'll have to let you know. It was yeah. outside of Cleveland, though.
0: No way.
1: Yeah, half my and family's like, still could, there. I'm like, you could get a fifteen thousand square foot house for two hundred
0: thousand dollars. I mean, that's amazing. <laughs> you could literally own Ohio for what you pay for a closet here. I know. I didn't shocked. But and the people are so nice. I know. That's, that's I it. I loved them. You know what, Denise? I would always say when I moved here, people would be like, why did you move to LA? I'm like, because it's Ohio. And now I'm like, thank God. Going back. I have my like Ohio roots. And again, Me too. you know how it is from the Midwest. Nothing against people here, but it's just like sometimes it's different. You're like, what world am I living in? Like,
1: I know. No, I know. I get it
0: you know, like the realness and the, and again, that's the first thing I brought up to you, right? It's like just down to earth and cool. And like the realness and like, that's what I appreciated the most from you watching all your stuff that you've seen, but at least from the housewives, that is the one thing, the mom and just like the realness that I appreciated from you. And Aaron. Oh, thank you. And seeing him as like a stepdad, and like, I mean, I know the answer, I'm sure, but like, how amazing of a dad, stepdad is he?
1: I, he is so, I am so lucky to have him. I, I love him so much. We are best friends. We are so close and so connected. And the thing that made me fall in love with him, like, really was watching him, especially with Eloise.
0: Oh, That's the best. She
1: loves him.
0: This, did he ever be like, let's do it again. Let's adapt more, let's adapt a boy. I mean, if I I wish
1: I was able to, uh, if, if I could have a child, like he would love to have more kids.
0: What's like the one th- you've done Denise you've done so much is there something that you're like oh my gosh this is like the one thing I really want to do is there something it, you mean uh in my acting career yeah in general and uh, yeah any- well he would love for me to
1: be in a Marvel movie he, oh, that would be dope he was like you need to I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, I'll just call them up and say, hey, I'm going to be um, in your Marvel movie. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> he would love that. Uh, I would love, um, I really would love to uh, work with uh, Quentin Tarantino. Oh, my. I've loved his movies since he started. I love his career, and he's such an amazing storyteller. Um, so he's one that I would love to work with.
0: That's so, for I mean, sure. <laughs> that, like, by the way, why can't you call, you can't call Marvel and be like, hi, I would like to do something. No, uh, I, no way. I would never do that. You know, it's going to happen, right? Like you're putting it out there. You know, it's going to happen. At you're so point. funny. No, but
1: that's, he, and he got me hooked on those movies too. I'm like there's a lot of humor in them. I love the humor. I love all the little nuances and the sarcasm and it's, they're, they're fun to watch actually.
0: You, you know what else I appreciate about you guys? Is that like, because again, like you said, people hear negative, but they don't always see like the positive. You don't hear the positive all the time. Like you guys and quantum starting that whole thing like that just incredible. And like, you just tell me like you guys starting that and why I just feel like people don't hear enough of those positive, amazing things and by the money. And by the way, I mean the money that you've raised alone for all oh, thank you. Like that's insane. That's awesome. That is so amazing. Thank you. Yeah.
1: I think it's, it's always important to give back and I've always have a have had a passion for animals and then obviously kids. So it's, uh, you know, it's always important no matter, and that's why I think when you be you do, doing what you do too, it's when you are in a place of being able to have people see, when you have a platform to share that, that's what that's for. Right. That's why it's there is to share your, uh, whatever you're passionate about to help people and give back. That's why it's there.
0: But you know what though? Again, this is just me, but I feel like what is also, which another thing that I respect about you and what you do is that there are so many people that have the platform. And again, not just the money, but like, just like the, you know, they're, they're a celebrity or they have the platform, the cash, whatever, and they don't give back, right? And it's not like the foundations and this and that and the other. So the fact that you are doing all these things, like you don't have to do it, right? Like you could just be like, dude, I'm freaking Denise Richards, period, the end. It's just like there's so much more that you do. I super respect You guys giving back, and by the way, you and Aaron, like as a couple, starting it together, like that's. Oh,
1: thank you, thank you so much.
0: No, that's amazing. Thank
1: you. What
0: What are you like the most proud of of everything that you've done outside of your kids?
1: Probably the work that I've done with animals. Like I am, I from a child, I if there was a stray dog, they would it would animal would find me and um i was i i so i would say outside of you know having kids and raising children and all of that it would be the work with animals and then as far as uh my career it would you know i'm just happy that i've been able to work in this industry you know even at my age to still get roles like i'm still working and i'm so lucky to be able to (laughs) you know it's uh i was like wow i'm that age and when you're younger you think oh my god that age is so old but then when you get to that age and to be able to still work i'm proud that i'm able to still work in an industry that i'm so passionate about and i love so much
0: what would you tell like your mom right now? Like, mom, I did this, or I'm so happy about this. Oh, like, I tell her all the time. She
1: hears me. She yeah. hears everything.
0: Yeah, and I'm like, mom, what do I do with this? What do I? Yeah. Do you do that? I I like I'm all the time. Right. Do you ever feel like do that you have I your know, mom still? I have. I mean, yeah, I do. But but I always find myself like, ooh, is this a sign? Like, it could be. A leaf falls in my face. I'm like, oh, but that leaf looks like this. So I should definitely do this. Like I'm just like I'll take little right. things and run. But I don't know if like you, that's things that like help kind of guide you, like talking to your mom, or do you see um, signs? Yeah, or-
1: but I'm um uh, I'm Aquarius. And so, you know, and my husband's very grounded. And the thing he loves about me is probably what annoys him the most about me too is that i live in the clouds like i'm it'll happen this and that and you know i've always been that way my entire life i will never change and he knows that about me when we got together it, it's the thing he loves about me the most but probably the thing he that annoys him the most too is that i live in the freaking clouds because i always say you know, God will provide or um this will happen or you know, that's how <laughs> yeah. I am. I'm a gypsy, like at heart, really. Like I am, I love I don't know when I'm gonna work again. I love that I go to fun locations and stuff like, but my sister is the total opposite. Like she's a nine, she's a, you know, a she doesn't even say she's even related to me. Um <laughs> She wants a private life where she's living. I swear to God, she really does I'll it. fill she, in
0: and say that we're related. Oh, they'll say, oh, you,
1: you look like Denise Richard. She's like, oh, really? She will never say I am her sister. Only, I think, one or two employees at the hospital she works at. She's a uh, ultrasound tech. Uh, will she say that I'm even related to her? I swear to God, like she will never, she's super private on social media. (laughs) It's very
0: funny. Is it crazy though, that like you have been like one of like the sexiest, like hottest chicks ever? I don't, I
1: I, I don't know of that, but I mean, it's when you're in it, um, it's an, for me, it was an odd thing where I go to a grocery store and see something on a magazine or you know photo shoots that I would do and I was like oh because that's not how I look at home so <laughs> that's the thing the dichotomy of that it's like oh, oh okay I kind of look good when I'm in the photo shoot but then I'm at home like taking care of the dogs or doing this with the kids or you know that kind of thing but that's you know that's what's so amazing about the job and I feel so grateful for and always so thankful for that I'm able to do something that I love so much and I truly um, enjoy and I'm truly grateful uh, that I'm blessed to be able to do what I love to do for a living because that's was my dream you know, when I was younger. And so to do that all these years and to continue, um, I really, truly feel incredibly blessed by that.
0: You know, it's, you were just saying too, sorry, I keep thinking, oh, there's so much shit I want to talk to you about. And I know I'm, I need to get, I need to like, let you go, but you know, you're like, I'm, you know, I live in the clouds, right? Like things are, will happen that are supposed to happen in this. Yes. Life. <laughs> so then like the negative though, does it, are you just like, whatever, or is it easier for you to like, no. just let it go over the years? And
1: Jill, uh, my publicist, <laughs> um, who started working with me when I did wild things and it's been a journey. I'm sure she didn't know it would be the journey that it is, <laughs> has been, it's a, it's a, you know, I, I went through periods of my career the The hardest thing for me during my career journey was uh, when I was going through my divorce with Charlie, that that my personal life affected my professional life. That was so hard for me to wrap my head around that. I, I had a that's when I really realized how the um, all the press and all the stories and this and that uh, really do it can affect your personal life. And when it first happened, I I remember being um, in negotiations with a huge hair campaign um, and they dropped me during that time when I first started divorcing Charlie. And it was, it's such a blow to me. And I was so upset and it really crushed me. And I thought, wow, how does my professional life and my personal life go to like, that's when I really realized that that affects your personal life and what you say and what you do and this and that can affect your professional life. And it was was very difficult for me. And I went, you know, I could have gone one way or another. I really was going through such a difficult, tumultuous time and I could have gone down a very dark path. And I decided, you know what, I got to live in a bubble and to save myself and save my children. And whatever's going on in the outside, I don't even want to hear about it. And I would tell everyone and everyone that worked with me, if we need to address it, then tell me. Otherwise, I couldn't hear it because it literally was killing, literally killing me. And that's how I started to get out of that time, you know. And then Ryan Seacrest approached me about doing a reality show. And and during all of that, my mom was dying nice. of cancer, and uh, it it was so. I it was the most difficult time of my life, but I got out of it, and I just kept staying positive and saying. If I don't know about it, I don't need to, like it can't affect me. Right. And that's the thing that I think with social media is really affecting the my our kids' generation. Yeah, totally. Totally. It's because it there at that time there was no social. If there was a social media during that time, I don't know where I'd be. Yeah, you know, totally. I know I'd be, I know I would always do what was best for my family and save my kids and myself. But it, when you're in that dark space, it's, it's hard.
0: W- did you do that? Like, thank God I went through this because it made me stronger or smarter. Absolutely. whatever. Like, I always had, I, I'm a,
1: I'm a Catholic girl at heart and people can have their judgment on religion, but, and I've I've always been told (laughs) and taught, don't talk about politics or religion, but I will say uh, with my faith (laughs) growing up over the years, and I don't care saying this, I always relied, I, I always felt like there, God doesn't give you anything that you can't handle. There were times I would tell my mom and dad, I think God thinks I'm more than one person. <laughs> when it was really, really bad. <laughs> um, this might be really, but at but I I always went back to I'm always the the glasses half full, not half empty. And someone else always has it Worst. worse than I do. So I have to think about what, do, like the things that are wonderful in my life that got me through that. I went through a very, very dark time. And I mean, I couldn't get a job. I had to have your uh, personal life out in the tabloids worldwide for two years on almost every single cover of magazines. That was effing hard to do. And I started dating a guy, Richie Sambora, where people said, Oh, it's your best friend. She wasn't my best friend. Right. I met her through my ex husband, <laughs> the job they did together. Right. right. But she was America's sweetheart at the time. And it was so difficult. And I couldn't say shit. Right. Sorry if you have to bleep stuff. No. But I couldn't. And it was so hard to be misunderstood. And that's the thing with the housewives, my last season, being misunderstood was a trigger for me because I went through that so much. And the truth eventually comes out. Like right. the truth of that whole situation. I don't wish it is what it comes out. Do you know right. what I mean? Totally. So that's where uh at the time, with that part, I had to just stay my true self and I had a great team, even though I didn't agree at the time. but looking back, they were right, Jill, even though we can't whatever. Jill was fantastic because she would always talk me off the ledge when I wanted to say shit
0: right and
1: being silent was actually uh a blessing because stuff would come out you know what i mean
0: right and that's tough because then you're like but this is my side what about what about my side what i want to say right
1: yeah but it was very but it was a good lesson and it was something and thank god there wasn't social media back then when i was going through my divorce because i would have said so much shit.
0: Right? Can you imagine? Because on you feel like you have to defend yourself. Right. Of course, you have to be on the defense. Right. Like always. Yeah. When right.
1: someone's saying stuff or their side is doing things, it's it's so it's so difficult, and it's it's and it's a shame because the people and some of the people involved care about the talent and right. what they bring to the table and how much money. But at the end of the day, it's a family involved right? and kids. So let's all be quiet and let's let it be civil, but not everyone can do that. You have to both be on the same page as that. And at that time, that's not what I was dealing with. And thank God I didn't have social media. And I'm certain that my publicist and agent manager are glad there wasn't social media either. <laughs> Look at what but you because, just said on Twitter. But and it's easy to say also from the sidelines, oh don't when you're in the midst of it, yeah, it's hard. It's you're in and you're all over the world and you're being perceived as this, that was hard. But like you but,
0: said, it comes out, like people will see.
1: Exactly
0: what mm-hmm. they will see in the truth and all that stuff. And by the way, when you're like, I know you shouldn't talk about like my, my faith and this, and this, like, I love that. And by the way, if anyone has an issue for you saying, like, I follow this, then they could kiss it, right? Yeah, no,
1: no, that's really what got me through. Like, I really, I had to put myself at that time in a bubble and not read anything, hear anything. I couldn't. Yeah, I, could, I, I couldn't take it. It was so bad. And while dealing with my mom I, going through chemo. I mean, so, and I had a newborn.
0: Again, just like the perspective, I, I, these things, like these things that don't seem like big things, just how much more I appreciate you. Like you're going through this with your mom. I've been through some cancer with my mom. And by the way, you're dealing with this and you're being trying to be a mom, like, and look where you are now. Like truth has come out. You're crushing it. You're hot as fuck. (laughs) Like, I mean, it's amazing. You're down to earth. Like this was just, this is why I was annoying Jill to no extent because I was like, Denise is so cool. She's awesome. And I just want to talk to an awesome person. Like, that's it. Pure in the end. That's all. Like, we can talk about the freaking stars and the moon. Like, I I don't care. I just wanted to, to talk to you because I think you're awesome.
1: Oh, thank you so much. And you know what? I think a lot of women and men can relate to whether it's a divorce or you go through stuff with your career, you're dealing with stuff with your teenagers. It's not easy. And- at the end of the day, no matter what we do for a living, it's we all are dealing with stuff,
0: right? You know, totally. and
1: and it's okay to talk about it and help each other,
0: right? Well, especially like you, you know, said, when you when you like you get a basic like the, like I'm a mom, right? Like mom comes first. So then you have to think about like I have kids. So all the other stuff is. Just outside noise, because what happens inside my house—that is like the core, right? That's the most important. Everything else is just like the, the the noise. So, and I can't think of anyone that handles the noise, the outside chatter, better than you have and you do.
1: And so, oh well, th- well thank you. But I have um, a good person that helps me. Yeah. No, I he swear is, to God. By the I way, always ask her, can I do this? And if she says yes or no, I listened. But that the difference is I do listen to her. Some of her clients
0: don't. I do listen. <laughs> You're good. You are <laughs> a good client. So anything, anyway, anything that you need, I'm always here to help. I would love Thank it. Thank
1: you so much. And, That's amazing. And hopefully drinks you.
0: on me soon.
1: Very soon.
0: Thank you so much for listening to Sidepiece. Make sure to follow on Instagram with the handle at Sidepiece Show. That's at S I D E P I E C E S H O W, at Sidepiece Show. And don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe.